You're listening to Around Comics, episode 132. Chicago, this is Round Comics, the comic book roundtable, where twice a week you'll hear a revolving panel of guests discuss comic books and graphic novels. On every Monday episode, just like this one, we go over the week in comic news, review our favorite books from the previous week in Top of the Stack, and take a look at what's coming out this week in Future Stacks. I'm Christopher Neesman, and joining me as always, Mr. Brian Salazar. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing because Tom immediately opened up paper as we started the show. <laughs> to catch up on the stock market. Fake news. The onion. Oh, Not even the real news. Yeah. I miss the weekly world news. Do you? Already. Yeah. Uh, you should try the New York Times. <laughs> as real news. As he sits here reading the onion. <laughs> Mr. Top Caters, how you doing? It's because I finished my Sunday Times. Mm. I get on Sunday and I read it all week. <laughs> up until the next one comes. Still have the style section, but usually it's just about opera. Do the Hello. crossword puzzle every week? I, I can't stand crossword puzzles. Unless it's like a video game. I'm kidding. Video game. <laughs> Unless it's War of Warcraft uh, crossword puzzle, mm-hmm. and it's dope. And uh, dope. M- Mr. Marvel exclusive artist, Mr. Scotty Young. I don't read fucking newspapers. <laughs> Do you read anything other than Harry Potter? Harry you don't read comics, you don't read newspapers. I just read... What do you do in the can? Uh, I think about my money. <laughs> he doesn't even go to the bathroom. He had, he's p- has I'm sitting on top of my money, <laughs> crapping in a hole made of my money. <laughs> nice. And, and, nice. And reading Anita Blake. Ooh. Which uh, reminds me that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Borders. Sink your teeth into the story that introduced the world to Anita Blake Vampire Hunter. Get your copy of Guilty Pleasures by Laurel K. Hamilton at your local Borders. Borders Not a book about snakes. Borders is your home <laughs> for the tastiest fantasy novels. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. Is that book here? Uh, do you ha- hey, Mark, do you, have the, um, do you have the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter? Yeah. Sold. sold out. And that must mean everyone's sold out. Don't, Damn. Exactly. don't bother looking. Damn. So you... <laughs> You really sold out. It just didn't ship uh, successfully. Uh, Round Comics is recorded here at uh, Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles every Friday at 7 o'clock. Mm. It's located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. Mm. We would love to meet you. (laughs) All right, guys. It is time to talk about the week that was. It is time for Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Wire to wire, comic book news. All right, it is uh, admittedly a light 
week in uh, in we news. Confess. Yes, <laughs> I will admit it. <laughs> Not a whole <laughs> heck of a lot happened. Uh, and Scotty, we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. Uh, Baltimore is uh, is going on right now, and yeah. the Diamond um, what Retailer Summit. Retailer Summit. So look for some announcements coming out of my uh, new this project weekend. is announced there what? this weekend. My new project. We can't talk Scotty about it. Scotty is pregnant. Scotty's new president. You know what? I first man to have a fetus inserted inside of him. That is true. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Goop. Tom figured it out. Yeah. Shit. Goop. He found my secret blog. You've been showing. Uh, I will say there's a wizard in the title. That's all. <laughs> okay. He's taking That's over good, wizard. Good, yeah. he's, taking, he's, he's drawing all take the that, pages that, for Shamus. Wizard Magazine. Yeah. Very well, nice. They're, uh, so look for, uh, look for news coming out of uh, that this coming week. Uh there was some uh, some announcements this week, and unfortunately, some scheduling announcements. Oh, uh, DC uh, <laughs> talked about the uh, uh, issues with uh, Superman Confidential and uh, and the hardcover that had been solicited. And you made for, Chris cry. I was really kind of you know. Oh, the little, whole way here, I just had to console and tell him how silly he was about it. Does he have to wait two months? Well, it's yeah. more than two months. They haven't even talked about it. This is not the action. You have a wife, dude. <laughs> Well, this is this is not. Yes, I do. And you know what I mean? Like it's a whole two months. You almost I'll got beer to, spit all over you because of that I'll one. I'll have to lock myself away in the safe room, <laughs> Jodie Foster style. For those of you like me that have been reading and enjoying Superman Confidential, they're up to issue five and issue six was going to wrap up the uh, Darwin Cook Tim Sale arc uh, called Kryptonite, and they have delayed the last. Uh, the last issue in that arc. Con. <laughs> I just wanted to and they've canceled <laughs> orders on the deluxe hardcover. Uh, they did announce that uh, issue six is going to be replaced with what issue seven was, and it's a story by Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray, and, uh, and that will be followed up by another story by Vito Del Sante, and then Superman Confidential nine is going to be followed uh, or is going. To be a story written by Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning. So there's what? basically. Did they just I'll just put the, the goddamn books out. <laughs> I, did they lose well, the script? Is, I don't know. It's so I don't have any I, idea I, when the last issue of this story arc is going to come out. I got a feeling it has something to do with the Darwin Cook maybe. meltdown. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, yeah, big deal. You got to wait a couple months for the final yeah. issue of the arc. Well, no, they're saying like, next year. Well, write your own. That's a few months. Write <laughs> your own end. It's it. time for fan fiction. <laughs> next year's three months. Oh gosh! It that is, is the, we're entering the Christmas season, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we're not. Shit. We are not I entering want the Christmas season. season. <laughs> I want my uh, tenth plasma, please. <laughs> my tenth uh, sixty. I'll be plasma. sure to put that on Santa's uh, list for you. The, my, uh, so you just my the closet inside my shoe closet. <laughs> No, doesn't have a I've plasma. been in your house. You just stack them up on top of each other when they stop working. <laughs> Make furniture out I, of them. I, 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 usually, I build a clubhouse. I usually don't get upset with delays and that kind of stuff, but you know, Superman has really kind of had some issues or there's, lack yeah, of there's, issues. Yeah, there's no other Superman stuff out in the world to read. Well, no, a- action, action well, then, is Yeah, then the he was complaining thing. about action because of the Bizarro World thing that's No, I'm loving the, the Bizarro issues. World story, but I would like to see but, the previous story wrapped up first. And you will in January. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> you know, it's not that I could I could die tomorrow and I would never know oh, how the Christmas story is. They have life. comic shops in heaven and hell. <laughs> They'll have that issue. The hell you don't get a month discounts. ahead of time. I remember that uh you're married, right? <laughs> we we brought this up. 
Oh, I wish I was. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Superman Poor Confidential. Uh, hey, eventually, if you were married to him, you'd be buying him trades. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not a one. Poison Not a trades. one have I gotten. <laughs> All right, now here is some here is some really cool news that uh, not that I'm a big Legion fan, but I thought it was very interesting. Jim Shooter is coming back to write Legion after 30 plus years off of the title. Now, for those that don't know, Shooter started writing Legion when he was like 14 years old. Now, how come you didn't put uh, who the artist is going to be? You guys are you guys are hate you guys are uh, I don't know. This is haters. a writer's cast. You guys are haters. I don't. The I artists. didn't put it together. Don't look at me. Yeah. Did they, I don't. Did they announce the yeah. artist? Yeah, who's, the, who's the artist? It's a new guy. Yeah, it's Francis Manipool. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I would know. There was it's a not, cool two-page spread on Newsarama that looked pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think people. That's why I was gonna say. I mean, it's it's gonna not only you know he's coming back. I think it's a very old school writer coming back, but new school with a very artist. new school. Fun. Interesting. Uh, I didn't put it in there because I knew that you what, would. Yeah, whatever. Don't what try is, to cover uh, your what ass. Is, what has he worked on before that I don't uh, know? Well, right now he's doing that that big Iron Maiden, Iron and the Maiden. Oh, okay, that okay, Aspen's okay. Putting out. Um, he did Witchblade for a long time. Okay. Uh, the last couple of years, um, he was the main artist on Witchblade. I have them. I haven't read them. The um, the Legion, the, the interview with Shooter, they had a, that two page spread and it looked really cool because it had sort of a, like a very clean. You know, interesting style, but still had like a touch of sort of classic mm-hmm. Legion sort of feeling. They're going to redesign the costumes. Right. And, oh, nothing you know, I like more than redesign Legion <laughs> costumes. Always well, <laughs> so whenever I first saw the story that, you know, Shooter returns to Legion, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be a one shot or he's going to do, uh, you know, the, the, new, the new very in kill him. Yeah, he said he's going to do it as long as they. That's pretty cool, actually. I, actually I mean, good for him. Shooters? I find that I have no emotion whatsoever towards the story. Yeah. Well, except I like Francis. Oh, so I never mind. That's I, a writer. I have hater. a lot of uh, yeah. I have a lot of emotion now. Well, there you, yeah, go. there you go. It pleases everyone. It Friendship. does. New Friendship. new school fans and old school fans. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Everyone yeah. It's a book for everyone. Okay, my emotion's gone again. I think it's oh. issue Let's number... G- I need another story. Um, it's uh, issue number 37. It, oh, yes. I'm sorry. Just you okay, uh, next story. And this is one that uh, that Sal had <laughs> talked with me about uh, earlier this week. And we may want to get Mark's input on this. No. Um, Diamond <laughs> is, is kind of Mark. reworking their... Hot story. Re- their reorder um, system with... Indies is, and you know more about the story than <clears throat> I do, Sal. Uh, yeah, that's not a whole lot more. Um, I, I mean, I just yes. read, he read the whole I just thing. read it. <laughs> yeah, he read the whole story. <laughs> from what I understand, this, of it, this by um, the way is uh, Rich Johnson from Lion in the Gutter. Yeah, from what I understand, this is Diamond. The way they do business is if you uh, order, bo- if you're a comic shop owner, you order books. I am. Uh, and there's certain books that you order. don't order. You order a few issues of whatever, and then say the next month you put a reorder in. Uh, if you order from like Marvel, DC, and I think maybe Image and and a couple other publishers, you get the same discount as you would as if if you had just ordered them the first month. But on other publishers, you don't get the same discount. You get a, a, a smaller discount. Well, that seems fair. Mark is <coughs> not. That was sarcastic. But and they've done that for years. And but the the rumors that they are going to get away or they're going to put that to bed, and they're no longer going to do that, so you'll get the same discount regardless of who publishes the book. Oh, the tyrant's getting ready to strike. It's opening its arms. <laughs> Come here, little lamb. Come here, little so lamb. I, well, no, I, th- I just think for, for smaller publishers, I mean, it, it, it 
you know, books that maybe weren't ordered because they already are sort of behind the gun already. If you're a smaller publisher, a lot of comic shops won't order you at all. But then, on top of it, if all of a sudden they want to order it a month later, uh, they have to pay more for it than they would have if they would have ordered it uh, originally. And now they won't have to do that. They'll get their same discount. Right. It's from what I understand. Is that is that true or not, Mark? Is that true? It's basically true. I mean, they yeah, we don't get the same discount, but I don't remember when we reordered that we got a, a lower discount, though. Usually have a, no matter how much you order from the company, you have uh, discount rates. Right. For everybody. You know, a certain one for Marvel, a certain one for DC, a certain one for Image, and, but I th- wasn't and so there, on. But there, I, there was a time, I think, that they meant, I think they mentioned something that there was a certain time, window of time. There might have probably within the first like thirty to sixty days. Yeah, I think there was say. a window of time, and I think yeah. that's part of the thing that they're also that's part of the thing they're doing away with. I could be wrong though. Yeah, it's kind of a fucked up thing because usually you don't put a reorder in for it until the book actually gets here. So right. that's a fucked up roll. Well, what a surprise for that. Crazy to actually base. Ordering I, I say, that sales. I, yeah, I would say one of the one of the reasons they're trying to be nicer though. I've heard is I mean the, one of the rumors I've heard is that there's another company out there that's looking to looking to get into distribution. Oh, that would be a good which thing. would which would be a big thing for them because they've been you know the sole dominating factor in comic books since Marvel fucked up. Yeah, you know what Diamond's going to do next to prove their their prowess and ice the cream ice cream Fridays. They're going to say that. Uh, uh, they're going to start selling out books before books are even conceived of by yeah. publishers or creators. They'll just name a title. Yes, they sold out. out. 300 sold out, sold out in an hour. And I wrote it. Yes. <laughs> Iron Man's a woman in it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, you guys want to join us? Uh, no, I thought you were doing a fine job on your own. <laughs> I don't understand the but story. But if you need my help... <laughs> Uh, so I don't know that. Like I said, it's it it was just a uh, it's only a rumor that yeah. they're announcing that at the Baltimore. But it definitely could be a boon for uh, but, uh, yeah, encouragement for for sure. retailers to order more indies. Um, yeah, go ahead. A uh, couple other one, uh, th- another story that sort of. Uh, Beep, 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 goes off over that. the ticker. Uh, DC signed a deal with Random House uh, this week. Uh, Calvin Reed of Publishers Weekly reported that DC Comics uh, signed a deal with Random House Publishing Services, who will now serve as DC's distributor to the bookseller market. Uh, DC's distribution had previously been through the Time Warner Book Group, but seized the opportunity to level up when uh, uh, Random House uh, was sold to, or when the, the Warner Brothers Book Group was sold to uh, Hatchet. Um, so it's kind of an interesting thing that DC's trying to really push their the whole thing the too. Book market. Yeah, book market. I mean, they, like that. they obviously see. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that goes this right to what we've been talking I've about seen for a while the, now. I've seen the uh, the wave of the future, and it is. And it looks market. like a hot dog. <laughs> if I was a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, another. I've seen the future, and the earth is burning. Another one that kind of plays on this whole thing is um, Jeff Smith over at his blog recently announced uh, some pretty impressive sales figures. For his scholastic bone I, I reprints, just, oh, I just I just see the headline on this and it says "Great Big Bone." <laughs> um, he said, he, "I received some astonishing sales figures from Scholastic. The paperback edition of Bone Number Six, Old Man's Cave, which just shipped last month, is in its third printing for a total of two hundred and sixty thousand copies. That's awesome! The combined hardcover and paperback sales for the series to date nearly two million. That's awesome! Wow! I mean, that's see, unbelievable. Yeah. And you know what's fantastic about that is that is a uh, a kid's story. I mean, yeah, it can yeah. be enjoyed by all ages, but it's but that is a book. Yeah, I mean, there it goes to show you, right? Everybody. Like we can squabble amongst each other as adults, saying this book, blah 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 blah. I applaud Jeff Smith for going out and saying, you know what, I'm gonna do a good story, and it is a very good yeah. story. Yes. No you know question. what I mean? Uh, he didn't kid it up. 
He made a no, story but it was for children for everyone. Yeah, I mean, that uh, it, it's really enjoyable, and I applaud uh, just a creator for. Uh, and it's all his. Yeah, I yeah. mean yeah, every a, every last drop of it is his. He's mad I mean, rich now. The the big fatty, like yeah. biggest complete edition, yeah, biggest yeah. bound book ever or whatever. Right. Uh, that was him. He published that himself. You can yeah. bludgeon someone with that book. It is. And they somebody bought me yeah. that. And they love gift. it because yeah. then they could, while they're yeah. in the hospital. Dan. And, I, and they would have stickers wow. that Dan said, Corbett "I got bone." <laughs> it's in my toilet, or not in my toilet, oh, but in my restroom. In your boudoir. It's in my yeah, my parlor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last uh, last story here, and once again, this is from uh, Rich Johnson's column, and he elaborated where we get all our on... Uh, We're doing the Rich Johnson case. Yeah, it's Rich Johnson week. Uh, he elaborated on some of the information that he had talked about with the Dable Good brothers Lord. split with Marvel. So After people hear this story, and they should go online and read it, I, I hope... I wish there was some way to advertise to every up-and-coming artist or any artist out in the industry. Don't work with these guys, yeah. right? I mean, it's well known since they've been in the industry. Marvel? They've screwed you talking up. about Marvel? No, no, no. The Dable Brothers. Oh, <laughs> the Dable like, Brothers. Jesus. Marvel has been screwing people for no. decades. Yeah. Uh, the Dable Brothers have, uh, I mean, literally. Well, they're not paying they, people for work. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, they've, they've fucked up every. Uh, they fucked up every. Devils do. Yeah, every company they've been with. And it's like, uh, it it almost seems to me, and this is speculation, I don't know their business plan at all, but it seems to me what what they do is they they go out, they buy a few properties, they publish the properties, they get the money from that. Instead of paying their creators, they go out and buy more properties. properties. And then then go, oh, what? We're We're broke. We we're leaving, but it's really good deal. Mm-hmm. We're leaving. Oh, we've got some it's really, really exciting deal. things in the future. Marvel has all our stuff now, but you know. <laughs> well, some some of the some of the figures, and I'm not going to name names. Um, you can go to Rich Johnson's uh, oh. column for that. But there are figures, everything from you know, two hundred dollars for digitally painted covers to three thousand um, dollars for for finished pages, and this is on almost every. Title that that Dable put out with Marvel. It's Red Prophet. It's Magician. I mean, stuff like it, it's not um, like Anita Blake, Anita Blake didn't sell enough yeah. that yeah. they don't have the money to pay the eight hundred bucks. Right. I mean, it was like the number one selling hardcover. Yeah, eight hundred dollars for pencils. I think um, Anita Blake for, should just send a check off. Come on, eight hundred bucks. <laughs> a vampire. She, 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 she your she, name she off that list. She's a fictional character. Oh, I mean, uh, we're okay. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so Anita Blake. Yeah, it's well, just it's, it's just crazy that Anita you know, Blake's a, a good name for a writer. Though. That uh, <laughs> and I, w- I w- people should know that it isn't Marvel. I mean, because sometimes no. fans mm. don't understand. Like, I mean, that book is coming out. It's coming out through Marvel. Yeah, but, but you know, sometimes they don't yeah. understand that it's Marvel not, partnered with them after yes. these after these books were already pretty much up. I mean, wasn't it more just a distribution? Yeah, it's basically almost anything? like a printing distribution yeah. situation. It, 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 that it, and it was to get into Marvel previews, right? So that's it helps in the sales. Now, Scotty, I was going to ask you have have you ever? Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> have you ever been stiffed by anybody? Really? Have I ever been? Yeah. No. Um, I have. They wouldn't dare. I have not been. Uh, actually, we. Greg. What? Come here. Greg Titus. Yeah. Artist. That's uh, the su- super he's, scroll he's series. from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> he I lives in the, the ceiling. Ask, ask done, uh, done, Greg done. Titus, this Greg. artist on Super Scroll, uh, <clears throat> Super Scroll at Marvel. Ask uh, Greg the same question you just okay. asked me. Greg, have you ever been stiffed? 
Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, Y-E-S. And this is in a financial way that we're talking about. Severely. Yeah. Um, All right, then. Yeah, anything you want to talk about? <laughs> want to get up your nose? Oh, he's crying now. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I have to go out to my uh, to my van by the river. So, But it, it does happen, and, and I think yeah. that's a word of warning for um, up-and-coming artists. That was one of the things that David Peterson had talked about whenever he met Guy Davis, and that was right. one of the things that Guy Davis had, had talked about was, you know, let me see your, you know, I will, well, look, I will look at your contract before you sign it because I've signed enough bad ones that I know what they well, look like. Well, here's what you, here, this is advice, I think, to all creators out there. Um, what happens is is the, 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 the publishers, especially the, the smaller kind of bedroom businessmen, mm-hmm. publishers, will, uh, they have big, bright ideas um, and they they prey on the people that are just dying to get work. I mean, how many desperate comic yeah, book artists? Everybody wants are to out get there. published in some way. And I think at the last thing that we as artists learn is the business side of things. So at the beginning, when we're younger, we just think, "Oh, good, somebody's going to yeah, just oh, want to get huge, you know." Right. And if I can just get published, then I right. can start making and, money. I mean, Get a contract. Not only, you know, go take it to a lawyer of your own. Make sure these, you know, set yourself up for some protection. Uh, don't get overly excited. Because at the end of the day, you could always just do your own book if you're going to do something for free. Right. Or next to nothing. You know what I mean? It's There's something to be said about uh, uh, viewing yourself with some kind of self-worth. You know what I mean? Don't ever think that, well, I've never done anything, so I can do it for this That's how you get taken or, advantage of yeah. it, because you don't have, you know, you, you don't feel confident. Yeah, but I, I don't know that many artists that have, you know, like this, you know, image problem with their work. I, are there a lot of those guys out there? <laughs> a what? That don't feel like their work is good enough? I, I don't know how many artists I've met that have that problem. I don't even know what to talk about. I'm the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you took all of that confidence I did. from all of them. I sucked it up like a ultimate superpower. Yeah, so, that's yeah. your superpower. That's my superpower. I steal confidence I from yeah, I steal from all of it. I make all other artists cry. Mm. I'm no good. All right. Well, like I said, it's uh, it's, it's definitely an abbreviated uh, news week. So we'll probably have many more announcements next week, but we'll wait and see. Uh, that will wrap up our Wired Wire comic book news. That means it is time to yes. jump in. To top of the stack. Top, top of the top stack. Of the stack, stack, stack. That's right. It's time for top of the stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Nothing. And top of the stack is sponsored by Ape Entertainment. The year is 1875. Sheriff Clark and Deputy Jefferson of Sagebrush, Arizona, are in hot pursuit of a wanted man. Little do they realize that they are about to embark on the biggest misadventure of their lives. The creatures from the sky have arrived, and they are hungry. With lush artwork from up-and-coming superstar Mark Borstel and a stellar script from Jay Carvajal, <laughs> uh, the misadventures of which, Clark and Jefferson. Number one is another names. surefire hit from Ape Entertainment. All four issues of the miniseries are complete and guaranteed to ship on time. So pre-order your copy right now of the misadventures of Clark and Je- Jefferson. Number one with confidence and look for it in your local comic shop starting in November. For a free preview of The Misadventures of Clark and Jefferson and other Ape Entertainment books, visit us at apecomics.com. Seems odd that they wouldn't have called The Misadventures of Jefferson and Clark, but 
Well, Clark is the sheriff and Jefferson is the deputy, so it's top billing. Oh, okay. You know, it's you know you Sounds can't you, yeah you can't you, you you can't give the the <laughs> dummies. Sheriff, you know, Thanks for sponsoring us. And I, I think we talked about it last we talked about it last week. Uh, did get the preview of it. The art was great. Story. If you like poop, a lot of poop jokes. Oh, great. But awesome. uh, no, very 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 funny. Let us sell it there, buddy. Stool <laughs> poop jokes. It's still testing. I'm we sure the guys at Ape right now are, are excited and thank you. Oh, it's a good thing they already paid us. No, we, we love poop jokes. Around if you love house, feces, but, uh, no, definitely check that out. Uh, I I really enjoyed the Go preview. Go to scatlovers.com. <laughs> oh, all right, Tom. <laughs> what is your top of the stack? Uh, my top of the stack is actually a trade this week. Um, what? Yeah, switching things. Okay, up. Scotty. Well, I'll be talking. <laughs> I'll be talking about single issues somewhere else this week. Where? Oh, because I'm gonna be on Wink Wink. Oh, that's NPR. right. You're a crossover. Yeah, yeah we'll announce that later. Yeah. Um, Did you give us, you know, mad props every ten minutes, ten seconds? No, you're on NPR around yeah, comics. No, yeah, if I were on around so comics right now, this is what I would say. Um, uh, it's top ten, book two, uh, written by Alan Moore, uh, art by Gene Ha, with layouts by Xander Cannon. Uh, I had read the first one a while ago, and I had bought the second one, and I bought 49ers, which was like the prequel, and I forgot about them. And I was going through my shelves, because I'm extremely bored <laughs> these days, and I was like going through, and I was like, oh, I don't think I actually ever read this. So I picked it up, and I started reading it, and I uh, immediately remembered how awesome top ten was. And how incredibly funny it is! If you don't know, it's about um, it's a, uh, it's about a city on Earth where eventually everyone kind of got fed up with the superheroes on Earth, and everyone kind of had to all move to one city, like all the villains and all the superheroes. So everyone that lives in this city, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. I had to do your Scotty cups his yeah. ears. Yeah, um, and it, it's just a city full of superheroes so no one is really special you know like so that issue is kind of taken away right and it's about a, a police precinct you know there's like all these there's like 50 different universes and they all have their own police and uh this one's called top 10 and you kind of follow the cops around it's like a weird comic book version of like the wire or mm, uh, the shield the or like where if the there's a lot of drama between different characters like one character sort of a racist and one character you know is a lesbian and <gasps> they have these yeah you'll find out scissor fight <laughs> so it, you have that going on the really cool interactions between the characters but it's also got a ton of humor because alan moore is also sort of poking fun at the conventions of comic books uh there's one of my favorite panels is um one of the characters moms has uh, their house infested with ultra mice <laughs> which are super-powered mice, so they have to bring in an exterminator that has super-powered cats. No, it ends up being a crisis in her apartment where, like, time is shifting because nice. of a super mice fight. There's, like, a Galacticat versus Cosmos. <laughs> and you see all these little mice running around dressed like Aquaman or Martian Manhunter. Sweet. <laughs> and, and there's just, like, panels of the, these guys just staring in there and then them shutting the door. Well, I'm just like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, every single panel, I mean, the art's really... I love the layouts, and I love the, the art style, and I love the fact that every page has little Easter eggs. All the characters in the background, you'll see, like, characters from animation, characters from, like, comic strips. Like, when you're reading it, you know, really take a look at every single panel, because you'll find funny... I, I've seen the Wonder Twins about a thousand times, right. walking around with the dog with, like, luggage. Uh, there's the rogues <laughs> from The Flash at the train station, wandering around. Uh, 
it like, pays to pay uh, yeah i mean yeah it pays to really look at all the pages and i won't go into too much of the plot because i know scotty's it's the gene ha art that i really yeah, like did um, you just talk me into reading it yeah it's, like, you know that's one of the things talking about the you know the comedy aspect of it a lot of people don't realize how funny alan moore can be because they've read yeah they've read watchmen <clears throat> or you know yeah. the, the swamp thing watchmen. and he told oh, me a dirty limerick once. um Hello. But you know, Alan Moore really kind of started off as a comedy writer at 2000 AD with you know D.R. Quinch yeah. and, and that kind of he's has a great sense of humor. Well, I mean, there's a good combination of humor and like really good interaction. Like one of the main stories is there's a new cop who's a robot that joins and everyone sort of distrusts him because he's not you know a person. And there's a lot of humor based upon him sort of ingratiating you know in, you know getting inside and becoming friends with everyone and. I loved it. I forgot how much I love Top Ten, so that's why I want to bring it up. Cool. Yeah, cool. Go get it. There's only start. two trades of the main story, so you can catch up easy. There's a prequel, and the prequel there's Beyond uh, the 49ers, and there was Beyond the 10th Precinct, which was, I forgot who wrote that, but it's very easy to catch up on. All right, Mr. Young, what is your top of the stack? Are we uh, continuing the adventures of uh, Jesse Custer? Who? No. The preacher, <laughs> preach! Oh, preacher! Oh yeah, preacher! Oh, yeah, that oh, that's oh fucking a! Um, yep, uh, I've read last week. I think I talked about uh, volume four of Preacher, and uh, this week I read three more. So I read uh, five, six, and seven. Jesus, I know I was on a tear. I didn't get any ass this week. Um, so you didn't have sex while reading Preacher? No. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I'm, I'm going to read the last <laughs> issue like that. Um, uh, five, uh, five and six were pretty good, but um, it felt like just kind of more the same. Uh, I mean, you know, it was good. I didn't, I didn't find it. Yeah, I didn't, didn't dislike it, but uh, there was nothing that stood out to me as like, wow, this is really progressing and, and going through. It just felt like, oh, just, you know, a couple more of the same, uh, the same stuff that's been going on. Like, oh, I'm so edgy and hardcore and people like ass sex and stuff like that. Um, people do. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and uh, I felt that trade number seven, volume seven, went in a completely different direction than the rest of the series has been so far. Um, because you have... Uh, you know, Custer went through the whole um, thing in the desert, and where Hairstar was trying to uh, to blow him up, and basically dropped an atomic bomb on him, and and uh, and nuked him, and, and Jesse came out of it months later with no eye, and at the end of Trade Six, he uh, he goes to rejoin up with uh, Tulip and Cass- Cassidy. That was months after this, they thought he was dead, and he sees that they are now together. She's reluctantly with him because she's all drugged and depressed and, you know, typical edgy shit. Um, But Seven then picks up there where he basically goes off on his own, kind of frustrated with what he saw. He's just going to kind of leave his little mission to go kick God's ass behind for a while and finds himself in some little small town in Texas in a bar and uh, beats the shit out of a couple guys. I don't, if people didn't know, it's a violent book, Preacher. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. It's so, not just about ass sex. It's yeah. About shooting people. And, and God. <laughs> God and shooting people, too. Uh, so right off the bat, he kicks a few asses, and the sheriff, you know, in a, in a very realistic move, says, oh, you can be the sheriff. You know, no elections or anything. 
you're the sheriff, stranger man. So uh, Jesse Custer becomes the sheriff of this little town, and you find out that his nemesis is uh, this little little dude that runs a meat packing plant outside of town. And these these two become uh, uh, in in uh, entangled in a big feud. Embroiled. Uh, yeah, embroiled and microwaved and Mixed. stuff. In a big feud with each other over you know just ego shit and. Uh, so basically, it's just kind of them uh, going after each other. It felt like a very kind of Walking Tall s- style story, you know, where one dude against this grab like, your two by yeah, four and let's yeah, go and beat some ass. It really felt like that. Like <laughs> reading it, uh, so I was like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. And this little guy just is doing all tight. You know, he's sending his little thugs to try to kill him. And at one point, I thought it was just really funny. Was uh, well, this is, now it does now it's gonna sound all wrong because I'm like, oh, it's really funny because the clan's there. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more. Yeah. So uh, this little dude gets the the clan together to 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 kill Custer and uh, Custer in, in traditional fashion just goes up and starts uh, just starts getting in their face and he rips <laughs> he rips one of their hoods off. And he's kind of talking shit to him, and and I found myself laughing out loud when I read it because uh, he said uh, he he asked this guy where he, when he took off the, his hood. He said, uh, "Why is it the greatest champions of the white race always turn out to be the worst examples uh, of it? You." And he looks whoa, and he goes, whoa, whoa. "He goes you." And he's like, "Oh, what? What?" He goes, "Where the fuck is your chin?" <laughs> and if you see the artwork, I mean, he, Steve Dillon, I I I do believe Steve Dillon at times is uh, very. I mean, a lot of faces look similar, and there's sometimes a little basic, but nailed this guy's face because there is no fucking chin on this guy and and he had the expression on his face and i when i read that i just thought it was really funny um the downside i think to this story is they build it up a lot um this little feud between them and and it's very strategic and there's this other crazy like nazi lawyer involved and whatnot and they seem to in in kind of what seems to happen to me a lot in comics is they wrap it up far too quickly with just a really quick like, oh, I got you, you're you're done. You know what I mean? Like a very quick thing. Um, and one thing that did happen throughout this is one of the 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 women of the town that he starts interacting with and kind of befriends uh, turns out to be his mother um, because everybody always has to be related in in stories. Just like life. <laughs> yeah. Sal like, and I yeah. are brothers, we just... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought that. You guys found out on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody on a message board told you. <laughs> yeah. It was... It was uh, I believe Johnston. everything I read. Yeah, John Johnston <laughs> told, told us. <laughs> uh, so, that was... I really... I did enjoy this story, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed to get me a little bit uh, back into the mood of reading Preacher ha- as I was starting to fall out of it a little bit because I felt like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just dragging. It was just... Not that it was boring, but it was just like I said. Okay, I, everything is very hardcore. I understand this, but I I would like it to start giving me some information and letting you know right. tying some Especially things together. Especially since you're at the seventh trader. I mean, there's yeah, there's only nine, nine. So there's yeah. two more after this, and and this one kind of being out of you know it does, not until the very end of the book. Which actually I I lie. I still have like one issue worth at the end of this trade to read, but I wrapped up the main storyline in this. So. Yeah, there's only two trades left, so there's a lot of things laid out on the table that I'm pretty anxious for them to start tying up. So, 
hopefully if it finishes it and I'll have a good book report for it next week, I should obviously finish it. And if it sucks, uh, I fucking hate everybody <laughs> for telling me to read this piece of I, shit. I think you'll be fine. I no, think be I think fine. you're going to fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, he's, he got God, and they said, fuck you in the ass, God! Because that's kind of... Oh, shit, spoilers. Damn. Right. That's how it ends, dude. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's it, Preacher. Oh, Preacher. but I did start reading, though, uh, this is just real quick, uh, that... Image Comics Road to Independence. Oh, the book about the book, uh, George uh, Corey, the history uh, of yeah the the book. I just I just breached it, so I'm gonna I just wanted to mention that and and, and say I, I'll probably be doing that at some point in the next sure. couple I weeks. Yeah, Tomorrow's does an awesome for job sure. with those type of books. Yeah, like it when is going to a topic. It right? is really. I mean, I find the image, the 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 start of it, what it has become. I mean, I find that to be the whole state of the industry. At yes, the, time. the most intriguing. Thing in comics since I've been around. I, I mean, it, I started around that time anyway. But just the whole concept of image <laughs> stealth of, of a group of guys going, let's go start this let's thing, and it sure. and it instantly succeeded. You know, it, it, it wasn't even years of building it up; it just happened. So I find that very intriguing, and I uh, hope maybe some other people go out and read it, and maybe when I talk about it, they can send in their comments. Stuff. Yeah, because it's really good. Scotty's so first comics one hundred and one. Image. Ooh, image Comics. Yeah. I was like, Comics one one, fucking sweet. Show over. Fantastic. I can't wait for that. <laughs> Come talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> what? Say All right. something. Sal, uh, what like is your top huh? of the stack? Huh? Uh, my top of the stack this week is Lobster Johnson from Dark Horse Comics by Mike Mignola and Jason Armstrong. You're so hip, dude. Uh, Lobster Johnson, The Iron Prometheus, number one of five. I was uh, looking forward to this book very much. Uh, Lobster Johnson is one of my favorite characters from the Hellboy mythos, even though he's only really been in it, you know, a couple of times. Yeah, he like three, not, four stories, I think. Yeah, that just shows you how cool he is. Yeah, he's, and he's just, uh, for me, I'm I'm a big fan of, like, the World War II era sort of uh, espionage, behind-the-scenes kind of superhero Hello. stuff that uh, that rarely comes out anymore, but... Um, but I was really looking forward to this book, and I was hoping I wouldn't be disappointed, and I, and I certainly wasn't. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I really like. I enjoyed the fact that they. It's not like an origin tale of Lobster Johnson. It's they, just a Lobster yeah. Johnson. Hold they it. Just, hold it. Yes. Story. That is a single issue. Yes, it is. You said you stopped. No, I know, but I. You're I fucking order, no, 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 no. I order three uh, three months in advance, so I still have single uh, issues okay. coming for three months. So you still have to take drugs for a while. Uh. And I still will pick up a couple here and there. Oh, oh, I'm not going to cut it. Oh, I'll quit smoking. I'll just, yeah. I'll just uh, smoke one or two. When I'm drinking and on the weekends and on uh, Monday, Tuesday, all right, Wednesday. All right. You're going to quit reading your own singles. I know I should never right, share any of my thoughts with <laughs> right, fuckers. Go, go back to the uh, top of the stack. As I was saying, uh, they just drop you into an uh, adventure with Lobster Johnson. There's no you know, telling you who he is or what he is or anything. Uh, it basically starts off with a... a, a Another character who's uh, being followed home, and it's it's got a very um, sort Noir-ish, of uh, yeah. yeah noir, you know, um, mystery, suspense kind of feel to it. <clears throat> we find out this character was a uh, an ex baseball player who was helping out a brilliant scientist developing this uh, kind of Iron Man suit of armor. Yeah, uh, he was just sort nope. of the test subject for it, and and. Um, uh, now he's being followed by like Nazis and and other interested parties. Nazis and make like most stories, I think, probably about ninety percent better. Oh, I agree completely. Well, yeah. I mean, what's Anytime. great about it in the in the whole Hellboy universe is Punch that it, in the it, face. it plays into Mignola's fascination with the occult and and folklore because that's you know the <clears> whole <throat> not, you know the Nazis were 
obviously very interested in that. So I feel the same way, except by trannies. Trannies make trannies. it interesting. <laughs> Any issue we can punch a tranny in the Chicks face. Chicks with dicks are sweet. Well, he's he's followed home by somebody, and we find out then he's attacked by like this big giant gorilla kind of monster, and yeah. Lobster Johnson jumps in to save him, and. Ends up not really saving him. The guy kind of puts on the armor himself yeah. and saves Lobster Johnson. He's I like I, claw mark on the gorilla, though. <clears throat> yeah, he did I, I like that suit. Yeah, that was a running <laughs> gag in it. Uh, and it goes on. I mean, it's it's a pretty, you know, it's not like some revolutionary tale. But for me, it's just, it was just a lot of fun and uh, and gave me exactly what I wanted out of a Lobster Johnson story. It was just action and, and sort of intrigue. And uh, and it. I thought they got the tone of it. Uh, right at first, I was almost a little taken aback by it because it it kind of felt more like I was reading a Lobster Johnson cartoon than I was reading a Lobster Johnson comic book. Mm-hmm. It, the pacing in it and even some, that some of the dialogue was very. It felt like a cartoon, like was almost like a storyboard. But I thought it worked really well for the for sort of the tone of the story because um, they were trying to give it. I think more of a. There were very few static pages <clears throat> in there. It was the. The action is always moving. There's always stuff going on. I like how they have um, they find artists to sort of maintain a sort of look for all yeah. the even all, though they're all the Hellboy stuff. But yeah, I mean, this is very much like um, uh, what's his name, Guy, Guy Davis, Davis. But, but, but different. This is almost this is very Paul Popish in a way. Mm. Really? Okay. Yes. I don't agree. Yeah. I, I, all right. I, it's not, as, it's not as brushed as, as Pope's stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like a cartoonier version of it. Of it, yeah. Or almost a Darwin Cook. A little cleaner. Almost. Yeah, it's got, well, Dave Stewart did the colors on it, uh, which I think he does all of the, the Hellboy stuff. Yeah. And so that certainly it keeps it. always has the same tone to it, yeah. which I like. But, uh, like I said, it's overall... It's like Ed Venice is drawing it. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um... And as the story progressed, you know, obviously there's a mystery involved, and Lobster Johnson's on the case, and and it'll involve Nazis and monsters and all sorts of cool shit. And there's underground tunnels and cannibals and, cannibals and yeah. just all sorts of wacky shit. That if you enjoy the Hellboy universe, uh, I, you know, I don't think you'll be disappointed by this one. So I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to more. It's also not sort of impenetrable like the Hellboy single issues of. Yeah, it was very much very. Uh, Easier to digest, I thought, than some of the Hellboy or even the BPRD stuff. Which you you don't little... need to know anything oh, yeah. going into this. I, Watcher Johnson is a World War II era secret agent that wears goggles. I love Hellboy. I love Hellboy art, but I'm always very bored by reading the stories. Yeah, the Hellboy. I like. I yeah. like the BPRD stuff, as I think. I have those. I haven't read them yet. Because I think because there's multiple characters. <laughs> there's that a little more, more and more of. Yeah. You can kind of figure out the interactions. The Hellboy stuff. I you know. So it's a lot of the walking. trades. <laughs> but it almost feels like because he, he sort of stopped interacting with the same characters over and over again. You kind yeah. of like lose track of where he is or what's going on. But yeah. I think there's a. a Strength to that uh, Lobster Johnson's I point on yeah. radio, <laughs> point on the video, and uh, in Lobster Johnson BPRD, where if you see more characters interact, it sort of becomes easier to figure out what's going on instead of being right. dropped into like one guy's journey to right. whatever that you don't quite understand. Cool. I agree. So and, we're done. And, and, and oh wait. Okay. Sure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and Sal stole that from me. He I so steal he shit. sent out an email. And yeah, he said, I'm I called him because I knew I said, you, oh, him or Tom, so one of them were going to take it. I wasn't. I knew I didn't have to worry about Scotty. I don't give a shit what you guys pick because I was going to even pick. if I pick the same thing. You know what it becomes? 
mine, not yours. No. Well, you know what? I was going to pick preaching You're not going to pick seven. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I might do it just to fuck you guys up. Do it. As soon as I get here, I'm going to scope out what you're doing, <laughs> and I'm going to do it first, and then people are going to be like... But it'll be, it'll be, be like a single Scotty. issue. It'll burn you if you try and touch it. Since Sal stole my stole my uh, pick, stole so this is my next to top of the stack. No, there is he, no, I can't. Shut up! That's Here's always good. spoiling shit. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer season eight, and this is issue number six. I hate this is the um, oh, I hate on Buffy. The first issue that Brian K. Vaughn has taken oh. over after Joss Whedon. BKV. And uh, <laughs> the story arc is no future for you, and it's uh, Brian K. Vaughn and oh. George. George's Genty, and it is a uh, faith story. So it's it's five by five. It's about faith. It's stepping away from uh, from Buffy and Xander and Willow and and the the Scooby Gang, and this is uh, more story about faith and also Giles. There's um, uh, I thought he was dead. No, 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 I don't know. The first spoiler. Just wait till uh, my Buffy cast. <laughs> oh Jesus! Continue, the, Chris. The real quick uh, plot breakdown is that there is a rogue slayer. Now that there are thousands of slayers in the world, there yes. is uh, a rogue slayer, which you had a feeling they were going to get into a storyline like that, and the slayer needs to be taken out. And whenever there is a uh, a dirty job that needs to be taken care of. Faith is kind of the that dirty whore. She is she is the one that the uh, that gets called on to uh, to do the really dirty jobs. The, dirt cheap. the, the and that's what she <laughs> and she actually says the the dirty jobs done dirt cheap. Oh, well, that's never been used. Uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, kind of the the interesting twist in this is that now we get to see Giles in kind of a watcher role again, but it's with Faith, and he needs to prepare her. This rogue slayer is in England, and England? she's a, uh, a, a a person of of means, um, a debutante type, and Giles has to more or less train Faith to fit into English high society. It's a million issue. Yeah, 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 it's it's you know lots of talk about you know, salad forks that kind of stuff. Like um, Pygmalion's the play that um, that movie. I always forget the movie name because I read Pygmalion first. It's like where the guy makes a bet about teaching a like a street oh, lady. Okay, out okay, of yeah, My yeah. Fair Lady. Ah, my fair yes, lady. Yeah. yes, it's Sorry. it's it's definitely a my My Fair Lady Pig type story. Which you know, if if you are familiar with the character of Faith, you know that she is the farthest thing from that. And and Giles is going to have his uh, work cut out, getting her prepared to go to England and infiltrate the society to take out this very well protected Slayer, who is of course. <clears throat> A part of an apocalyptic and, and a, no an apocalyptic <laughs> prophecy, and uh, this has been Aren't confirmed by a long-haired, uh, long-bearded wizard uh, from Northampton. Hello, which I, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> well, how many Dumbledore how, how, or how, Alan Moore? Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, it was totally. Oh it was, God, it was, it was really a, a fun nod uh, and, a, and an Alan Moore reference. This long-bearded wizard in Northampton. So, um, you know, um, what you see with we'll see a lot of these licensed properties, which is basically you know, Buffy falls into that realm. Uh, the characterization is, is pretty good uh, with the characters. The art, for the most part, is, is, better, is better, than, better than passable. Uh, it's not it's not the best art I've seen in a Buffy comic, but you know who the characters are. It's fairly consistent, uh, moves the story along, and I, I've I think this this series has been a success. I've liked the season eight of of Buffy. It's a hot seller. Well, you know, it's it's not. It is, it's fucking way oh, up there. Yeah. It's like yeah. top ten. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, top five. 
It's I think it was it's like crazy. number See two. See your top five and I raise you to top two. <laughs> it's the uh, best book I in wish, the fucking I world. Because uh, I think George is, is a good artist. He's a nice guy. But I wish that they were... Because that book was going to sell regardless. I wish that they would have given it a chance to not hinge so much on likeness. I think the characters... But that's what the people that are buying it are looking for. They no, whenever they buy stories, it, dude, they're looking for stories. No, they're it's not. Buffy. I, You're telling me that if the stories weren't about Buffy, they'd be buying it. I, they I don't think. Like I don't think that if Xander looks like Xander, that the people that are buying this are mm, going to like it. I it think, needs to look I think like. I think the cover looks like. It. I, yeah, I think the cover can look like it, and I think that seven years of the television show has cemented the characters themselves wow. as characters. Well, how much of a redesign are you talking about? I'm not talking about. No, I'm just saying add. Any time that you're trying to do likeness, mm-hmm. you're limiting yourself on a lot of things because you're kind of stuck. You're kind of stuck within this. It needs to look like the actor is. Well, I mean, you. Could, but that's very. I mean, little certain things. I mean, the right haircut. I mean, you can match the hair. Just letting it not be so hinged on likeness and realism. I, I see what you're to saying. To allow is, it is to that step outside maybe it and needs be a happy, bigger. Maybe it needs a happy medium right. where well, they need to be recognizable I, but not I always overly. seem to notice is like, if, if you look like, a, like, I'm just flipping through it now. It's like, okay, there's Faith and Giles and they obviously look who, you know, who they're supposed to look like. But then you have a character that is no one. Right. And, you know, it's just, you can She's just cool. tell the difference. Right, right. In the face right. of the art of the face, as opposed to right. one it's not that, working you know, off of a photo reference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, he's that, not trying was, to. You know, right. it's just a character that he drew. You know, I mean, yeah, I think this, Buffy the is Rogue a big Slayer world. was the strongest yeah. character from, from visually because I'm. This is probably he George's do he wants creation, with, yeah. and and probably has a much better feel of what that character should look like. Well, yeah, that, for me, I just feel like uh, it, it was a chance because the Buffy world is is so loved by the the following that. You have, I mean, it is one of those rare chances that you have a built-in audience that is going to buy your product regardless. So you have an opportunity to actually create, like, take the visuals of that character and add more to it than you couldn't do with a real human being. You know, like, Mm -hmm. Xander, if his personality is this, you you could create him in a line style to help add to that. You know, where uh, like again, I mean, this is not taking any way from anything away from Georges, but uh, it is something that I'd always felt like, oh, you know what? I mean, I've seen Buffy look like this already, right? And we're never gonna—you can't match it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a TV show. But at the same time, I just—I do think that people buying it expect a certain thing. Oh, out I want to see Giles. Or, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. I think the well, I think that's people you, but I mean <laughs> you're an artist and you're looking at it from that perspective. No, I, but I'm saying but the average that the property itself because you look at the old. I'm not Buffy. saying it wouldn't work. I'm just saying people are going to expect that. I, I think, and I that's think why over, they, I think you know over time, I mean? if this I mean any property go, they do, I think you that know. you can move a little bit. You know, like <clears throat> like any established uh, superhero book, those mm-hmm. characters can change and, and develop over time, sure. and, and they can move. I think as this becomes more established, you'll be able to do that, but you are getting uh, well, a new no, reader base right off the bat. It'll here. be no more established than it is now. I mean, it's a top ten book, the first issue. Well, I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking about just the length of the series. Mm-hmm. As, as, it's, as it moves farther and farther away from the TV show and into its own thing of the comics. Who shit? It's Buffy. It's good, man. No, I I've, I've, I've <laughs> really, really enjoyed uh, this series. So. Sweet. There you go. 
All right, that'll take care of top of the stack. That means it's time to take a look at what's coming out this Wednesday. It is time for Future Stacks. Future Stacks! Get on the stacks! Future Stacks. Uh, first up is Vicious Intent, the rock and roll art and, and exploitation of Stain Boy Raynal, uh, which is a hardcover. Uh, the name is sweet, the cover is sweet. We think it's a poster book. <laughs> we think. I don't know, it just looked cool. Look I'm like, hey, it, look, it does sound kind of cool. Is a yeah. If we're wrong, uh, we'll cool. walk, walk the plank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If, you, if it's coming out next week, you've either already pre-ordered it or you're going to go into a store. So take a look at it. There you go. Cool. Um, All-Star Batman and Robin, The Boy Wonder, number six. Uh, Finally. Yeah, so you'll be able to... Maybe. Yeah, you can probably hear the hate already coming over the internet. <laughs> I so. think there's already forum posts. Yeah, I think it. people are already like, it sucks. Uh, Countdown Presents the Search for Ray Palmer, Wildstorm. Uh, this is where they're looking for Ray Palmer, and they're going to look in the Wildstorm universe, and I bet he isn't there, because there's other issues of this coming out after this. <laughs> <laughs> so don't expect him to be in it. Uh, JLA Wedding Special number one. Uh, Dwayne McDuffie writes his first JLA issue. We see the um, creation of the Injustice League, which will be the foes okay, of that. Cool. And uh, if you saw the previews um, on Newsarama, it's already making fun of... Uh, it's already making fun of Brad Meltzer's run a little bit with oh, the first. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, like in a in a you know in a loving in way. a nice in a nice wink, way. Wink. Uh, Justice Society of America number nine is coming out. It's the one with the woman with the giant jugs on the cover. Yeah, it's a new, st- new arc. New yep. arc. So. New story arc. Uh, Suicide Squad raised the flag number one of eight. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, Wonder Girl number one of six, written by Jay Torres. I'm actually interested. Is the art by? I like Cassie. I, I like can't tell. It's don't not care. Sanford Green. I only oh. knew that off my Who? top of my head. God. See, the writer isn't even on here. I just knew that off the top of my head. Casanova number nine. Uh, Fabio Moon uh, with the art. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't care about that book. Suburban Glamour. my boy. Suburban Glamour number one of four by hey, Jamie McKelvey. Jamie McKelvey. Writing so. and drawing? It's not on here. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think. I think Jamie, you well, had a question mark at the end of it. And drawing? Uh, I know he's doing the art. I think he's. Uh, I don't know about the writing. I know that it's. It's his creation. I don't know if he has someone else that's co-writing with him. Uh, Daredevil number 100. I'm well, he's sure doing the art. I know he's doing the art. Oh. I don't know if he's doing the writing. Sorry. Or if he has someone else writing with him. Daredevil number, well, number 100. I'm sure something bad will happen to Matt Murdock. <laughs> uh, Nexus Archives, <laughs> Volume 6. Uh, the hardcover, if you're getting this, it's coming out. It's 50 bucks. Well, you have, like how lot. many of the Nexus Archives do you have, Sal? Three. Of them now. So, yeah. oh, Three the to six go. Ones out. Batman okay. Chronicles Volume 4. This is sort of the Golden Age Batman, so you can see him fighting landlords and chemists. Sweet. Uh, the yes. Batman Strikes Duty Calls. That's the cartoon. We hear it's good. Creeper, welcome to Cre- welcome to Creepville. That's the Steve these Niles. are the trades. Steve Niles trades. Yeah, these are the trades. Yeah, Flash Wonderland. Uh, this is the first time the beginning of the Jeff Johns rush on, uh, run on the Flash was actually collected. It's not the strongest story, but it's pretty good, and it's the first time it's been out in trade. So if you're wondering, uh, Ion Volume Two: The Dying Flame is coming out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I the, know what happened to is him. Is that the Kyle Rayner? Yeah, it's Kyle sure. Rayner. Something happens to Kyle Rayner, and there's, I'm sure some Kyle Rayner fans were pissed. Uh, Justice League Elite Volume 2. Man, that came out a long time ago. Finally <laughs> putting that in trade? Finally. All right, well, whatever. Didn't like it then. Uh, Justice <laughs> Society of America Volume 1, the next stage hardcover. Uh, I did like this. Uh, it's only like five issues in a hardcover, though, for like 20 bucks. So I hope Ooh. there's other stuff in there. Man, Otherwise, wait for the trade. Or buy the issues. It's probably cheaper <laughs> to do that. Uh, Showcase presents Batman and the Outsiders Volume 1. 
Uh, is this the original Batman? Yep, from the after? 80s. It's pretty I think good. I have those issues stored. That means so. you're officially old if it's been reprinted <laughs> in black and white. And I, I, I bought them originally, and now they smell like old book, which... Um, Wonder Woman, Love and Murder, uh, hardcover by Jody Picoult. I'm sure. The, I think the underappreciated uh, run of I'm Jody I'm sure Picoult. some people thought that he destroyed Wonder Woman, because yeah. apparently everyone does whenever they touch him. <laughs> apparently. Yeah, Nightly News, Volume 1. Uh, it's coming out in trade. We love the book. Pick it up. Yes. It's all about reporters. And I think being it's going to be stronger, and it's going to be stronger in trade than it was in the single issues, uh, is my. So it's like the difference between the abomination and the Hulk and strength side. <laughs> yeah. I'm just nerding it up at this point. Uh, essential, essential Good Punisher word. Volume Good Two. Uh, the Punisher, I'm sure, shoots uh, bad people. Uh, Ghost Rider, Trail of Tears, premier hardcover. Uh, I'm sure the Ghost Rider it. rides around on a motorcycle. Oh, rides around on a motorcycle. Yeah. His, His head is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking skull. Marvel bitch. zombies. <laughs> Army whole, of Dark. That's the whole character right there, baby. Marvel's Guy on a bike with a, a flaming skull head. This is a surprise entry. Marvel zombies. Army of Darkness. I'm sure there's 900 covers. <laughs> I'm sure they're only printing five, so they'll sell out. And then is it just me, or is this Army of Darkness thing really uh, <laughs> going longer than its legs should take it? <laughs> I didn't think it should have gone past. I mean, I think the movie's kind of good and, and maybe cute. Yeah. And Away, but I like yeah. anything that helps did Bruce I, Campbell. Did, did I anticipate? Uh, I do like Bruce 20, Campbell. Like it's the whole, and years it. later, it's Bruce Campbell with a chainsaw on his arm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to go for. You got real ugly, baby. You know, it was really funny when I was ten. Ultimate Spider-Man Volume like 18. Evil Dead fan. Ultimate Knights. Yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe. Hey, when this I is saw the that. continuity-free version of Spider-Man. There's 18 <laughs> volumes. <laughs> uh, Wolverine Classic Volume Five. I'm sure he does what he does best. Uh, Exterminators Volume Three: Lies of Our Fathers. Yeah. It's Exterminators is really good. Pick it up. It's all about bugs. Future stacks. Yeah. There you go. That's been, future stacks. W- welcome to the future. <laughs> <laughs> You've been stacked. You've been stacked. Ooh. Please don't stay long. Yeah, All right, I'll tell you what's up. What's uh, you can't go over the future, to the mailbag? We've got some uh, some listener email. Which uh, if you do want to contact us through uh, through your computer, you can email us at info at aroundcomics dot com or Chris Sal or Tom at aroundcomics.com. So what do we got? Oh, first one is from Gunny Lingus. Uh, oh, <laughs> said, God, Jesus, what up, really? gang? Uh, I used to work for the Walt Disney Animation <laughs> Studio down under before we were all made redundant thanks to cheap overseas labor, and now I have a horrendous he corporate is overseas labor. To us, though. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> well, you are and now I have a horrendous corporate uh, temp job for the government. Uh, your show and vodka is what keeps me from throwing myself down the elevator shaft each day. Thanks for brightening uh, my day. Uh, like, okay, th- no pressure. Y'all have ranted about The Walking Dead, and today I finally picked up the first trade. It looks delightful. I'm getting all loose just sniffing the ink. I better go read it. It's even better when you read it. Keep kicking ass. Scotty is super, but Tom is the greatest. He reminds yeah. me of the nerd on Buffy that didn't get stabbed or skinned. So that means you're gay. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yours, dude. Yours, juicily, Lingus. You know Jeez. what? I, I need to put it out there that I I am getting uncomfortable with the fact that they try to pit, that the listeners yeah, are trying to pit <laughs> Tom and I against <laughs> each other. Yeah, like I feel you like can't you both of us together as <laughs> lovers and oh, friends. Sorry. It's always one or the other, right? Like Tom's, yeah, it's always Scott like it's okay, but yeah. Tom's the best. Yeah, yeah Tom's it, cool, but I find, Scotty it unusual, rocks. I find it unusual. <laughs> I like that. I like that Sal and I just. It's, it's really it is weird that you really like even I mean. 
Not only do they pick out like my mom people does. that only listen to one podcast or like my mom loves I'll listen guys. to that podcast, yeah. but they suck compared to this one. Yeah. But then like within a podcast, it's <laughs> yeah. like that guy's okay, but he's better and Chris and Sal suck. <laughs> you know? no. The real if so you were tame. really here, if you were really in the shop, you would know that the real the source of tension is the other the two guys on the other side of Scotty. And <laughs> <laughs> the real drama. Those motherfuckers oh. against each other. <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right, our next uh, email is from Per Hedman. It says, Hello, Arounders. As a father of two little children, Uh-oh. <laughs> I like to escape to the toilet oh, okay. and listen to your show. It seems to help too. during the transition, the the except for when Chris <laughs> talks, show. which makes me really clamp up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Weird, but I don't know what that means. Oh. Whatever happens to the whatever happened to the Rucker robot? We love to talk about uh, King and City. He moved on. <laughs> I was listening. He got to bored the, uh, with the, the Rucker talk. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the doubleheader 128 and 129 episodes and enjoying the true rhythm of the show as the dead weight was on some rage event. What? What? Why does Sal have to Damn. be so angry all the time? I'm not angry. What are you I talking didn't send about? This email. Uh, I like to concur with the statement that the good events are good and the bad events are bad. True is true. It says, I have some questions. Uh, how big are your comic collections, uh, Sal? Uh, I got about. I don't know, 18 long boxes and four bookcases of trades and hardcovers. Wow. 17. Yeah, I got a lot of crap. Um, I have 18, a- maybe I only got 15. I brought a bunch into Mark <laughs> last week. Yeah, they're all quality books. <laughs> um, uh, I have seven in my apartment now, but probably at home I probably have like another 10 sitting mm-hmm. around. I got uh, 17 short boxes, <laughs> three. Why do we know this? Three <laughs> long boxes and a really big bookshelf. Wait, you got 17 short boxes? You 17, said? Yeah. So Why okay. don't you just buy a long box? Because I, uh, they fit better in my room. I have a relationship with a woman, so oh, I do no Lord. idea how many comics oh, I have. Scotty, you know have Scotty, that's why I only have seven in my apartment. <laughs> the rest is in storage. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I know how as to I'm compromise. going more and more to collected editions of yeah. big bookshelf, which I just Scott, have, yeah, Scotty, I just you have a you have like a wall of two walls bookshelf that, trades, that, of yeah. trades and, and art books. books yeah. You have some single issues, but not European old stuff. like old yeah, images. I, I have I think four or five long boxes of. You gotta get all those Marvel That's comp it. boxes they sent you. We don't. Oh, get they comp. don't. Sorry, I forgot. I get five <laughs> copies of my own book. That's it. Dang. Good I luck. All right. Next question. Uh, <laughs> I've already um, seen this book. How how does one uh, get their hands on the Elvis bootlegs? Just search on the internet. Yeah. Okay. That's Tom uh, can't, uh, uh, Vegas show. Uh, Email me. I'll tell you where it is. Email Tom and around. Comedy. Point you in the right direction. Uh, as a European, uh, can I trade one of my sketches for one of Scotty's? He seems to like the European stuff. Hell no. <laughs> I don't do this trade stuff. <laughs> this trading. He'll trade you a sketch for uh, $200. This isn't the Wild Wild West. I don't hey, barter. Well, you got to think about the exchange rate, too. With uh, The dollar is doing very poorly. Our American <laughs> sketch is doing really poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two to one. Uh, is there more to the Flash than he can run really fast? It seems kind of weak to build Ooh, a mythos around. Dang. Um, is there more to any of these characters other yeah. than they're like yeah. dressed like something or run fast? You know, that, that's one thing. It's since not we about started, since we started doing yeah. the show. When I, when we first started this, I had absolutely no interest in the Flash, and Tom has shown me the way. Now he has. 
slightly too, too above no uh, interest, but no, still. I, I mean, it's just I enjoy like with character. any character, like a, it's a what good writer and a good you. artist gets on, it and they can make anything interesting. Just like right. a bad writer and a bad artist can make any character boring. Yeah. Superman's the, got the, all the, the powers in the world. He's boring most of the time to me, but honestly, the best Flash stories are not about the Flash running fast. It's just something that. But it's pretty sweet when he does. Yeah, exactly. It's always there. Uh, it says the unedited episode 55 would be nice to get my hands on. Is there a magic FTP server somewhere? No. no. Episode 55 uh, but, didn't happen. But it did get downloaded What's by like 2,000 people, so I'm sure if you go on our forum and post Show it, show me unedited would probably number 55. Uh, many thanks uh, from a guy in Sweden, PHH. Yes. What's uh, PHH? Uh, his I think name is screen name is Per Hedman, and his screen name is PHH. Phileas. Hedmund Hedwig. <laughs> Phileas Hedmund Hedwig. 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 Uh, next one is from Simon McDonald. Uh, I said, guys, great interview with Greg Rucka. Serious question for Chris, though. How do you plan on taking your relationship with Greg to the next level? <laughs> Are you going to petition the Illinois government to allow same-sex marriages, or do you all plan on moving to Utah where you can convert to Mormons and try out the whole polygamy thing? Polygamy. 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 Just ribbing you, Chris. Great show, guys. I, I like how we included that email just because it was like making fun of Chris oh, about yeah. his Rucka fixation. I, I would just love him from afar. I think they've actually come to terms with the Illinois government here, and they're they're willing to do a domestic partnership. partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me read the last one. Go ahead. <laughs> Ah, Jonathan Conrad. Let me start by saying I really love the last few shows. That means he's going to say something bad, doesn't it? <laughs> I enjoyed the takes on mega events and the group discussion from Sunday with Scotty and John was great. Your discussion on mega events prompted me to ask a question to you and the distinguished question mark panel. I guess he's hedging his bets. <laughs> what do you see as the ultimate goal for DC and Marvel after all these events? To sell books. To sell books, yes. There is so no, yeah. There's no other answer. goal. That's... Yeah. Dan DiDio has said these events since Identity Crisis were built up to 2009. Why? Because he wants people to buy the books in 2009. A- actually, no, I, I think there's there's even... Uh, yes, they want to sell. But isn't DC's 75th anniversary next yeah, year? Yeah, something like that, yeah. So that that's the whole Final Crisis thing is getting tied in with the whole I bet they stopped publishing. Uh, Joe Q has not said that, but you know they are going to do something direct to DC. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how... No. That's how it works. Punch counter punch. Uh, my prediction: DC is going to start over. Ooh. I don't know that. Multiverse stays, but they're going to go ultimate. Ultimate ties the line. Marvel's going to do a Kree Skull War Part Two, and the initiative will go bye bye. Cap will be back to lead the forces, and Tony will somehow die. Jonathan, the now <laughs> married list. Cussing pastor. Oh, Whoa. Cussing pastor John, was Jonathan divorced? the cursing pastor. Oh, wow. He um, got divorced? N- uh, DC Sorry will not, will not ultimize their line. Um, yeah, so congratulations. Or maybe she was Jonathan. dragging him down. from. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she was the person keeping him from thinking about what DC and Marvel are going to be yeah. doing in 2009. <laughs> uh, d- d- DC, DC is built on their legacy, so they're not going to ultimize it. Um, mm. Marvel, Tony Stark's maybe not going to die knows. because there's they an Iron Man movie coming out. Go back in a year later after yeah. Ultimate Crisis. Uh, the, huh. the big thing, and, and I think that Jonathan is just either getting back into comics or getting into comics for the first time. He's not jaded yet. Um, he's not jaded, like and us. it's it, this happens every few years. You know what? It, it'll all get reset. Go read a book, dude. A, a, no, uh, you know, new groups of writers will come in. It's, if you like that, just There's buy books that you like reading. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't don't worry about what's Don't read stuff big. like anticipating some payoff beyond whether or not you enjoy yeah. what you're reading. Just yeah. stay away from and, news rama and go read a book. And, and, and right now, what, what are the comic companies working towards? The next event. 
And then after that, the next of so them. There's not good it. stuff being put out, yeah. but don't expect, don't buy something for 12 months and yeah. think mm-hmm. there's going to be some. This book will be awesome huge. because yeah. I'll read something you know else that'll make it awesome. Uh, think about sleeping with the girl you're making out with, and don't worry about the girl you're going to meet later. Just sleep with her right now, right? You're speaking in terms most of her audience won't understand. <gasps> now that's wrong. A, a girl. As I we're wish. all, we all have girlfriends or wives. Dude, I got stable. <laughs> All right, well, that will I'm take care kidding. of Classic. our listener no email. Thank you to <laughs> everyone that, uh, that sent those in. It, you know? uh, we do have a couple uh, special announcements. Uh, first of all, this is our Monday episode. Uh, the iFanboy uh, Pick of the Week podcast came out yesterday. That you hack of today. a show. That hack of a show. I'm on it. Oh, it's yes. much better than I haven't done it yet. So. Tom, Tom is tomorrow. Uh, yes. Yeah. Or uh, sad two days ago you did it. It's the whole mind warp. Yeah. We're having a cosmic uh, level of So right yeah, now. so check out uh the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast number ninety six. Whatever. It's the newest one. Yes. I always refer to it as the newest. The the new the one. Most so, recent. so Tom is uh Tom is gonna be filling in for uh Josh who is on his Irish vacation. Again, so. too much info about somebody. Congratulations to the Crankcast <laughs> for their one hundredth episode. Um Mike just shrugged and is that's not fitting. Obvious. That's big fitting, party man. for that one, guys. Yeah. So b- big events at the current cast, Mike. You have yeah. your two-year anniversary yeah. coming up in a couple weeks, which leads us into. Can we announce it? Have you guys talked about it? Yeah, we talked about it this week. Okay. Um, coming up in the next month is the 24-hour podcast. Oh. Uh, Around comics will be a part of that, uh, but uh, uh, more details come on our our website and through the Crankcast. So look forward to it's 24 like mega- hours it's of a, podcasting. a chance for us to get retarded as the day is long. It's like yeah. Civil War meets Infinite Crisis. <laughs> And when it's people all over, live, all people good. Yeah, people will live. Yeah. Podcasts will live. Podcasts. I think will we die. should figure out a way to vote people off the island, though. I, I we no, figure no, out no, 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 no. Eleven hours vote, in, no. I'll just start cursing at everyone no. until they vote. You, out no, you, you vote. You vote to keep people on the island. Oh, maybe that's and not let them leave. You so, do something uh, good, you get yeah. to leave. So uh, more more details on the twenty four hour podcast <clears> to come. If people want to join something, what can they join, Sal? They can join our Friends of the Program program. Go to aroundcomics.com where you can download and print out our LCS Challenge Flyer. Uh, ask your comic shop manager or owner if they'll display it in the store. If they do, send us an email and we'll mention you in the store on the show as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. And if you'd like to use your Internet Explorer to... Uh, pick, internet Explorer? And, and pick Chris up in your car and drive him up to some cliff and shove your virtual tongue down his throat. Uh, you can by going to iTunes and leaving a review because he loves it. Uh, thanks to John O. Von Doom. Wow, only one name this week. Good kisser. Damn. Nobody. Uh. I think everybody's getting scared away. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I leave a review, do I have to like give him an HJ? Uh, you could, uh, after you leave us a, a kindly review, you can join our Frapper map, just like... Peter Fitzsimmons from Limerick, Ireland. Patrick Fitzpatrick. Hey, oh my gosh, we have someone in China. Is that really someone from China? Shanghai, Shanghai China? China. Well, they said they were. Hi from Shanghai, China. Hey, AC, great podcast. Uh, keeps me informed while Never I'm abroad. So excited about yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, he's from a place on our planet. Mark W. from <laughs> The Covington. other side of the planet. Mark right. Covington from Mars. Mark W. from Covington, uh, from Covington Kentucky. Kentucky. Love the show. Keep it up. Kentucky's also cool. Danilo from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Brazil. Hey, great show. I still well, want. You. I still want Danilo? a listener in Africa. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I don't think they have pod. 
Come uh, on. Uh, there's not one person there that's they're listening. too busy, you know, what? digging up diamonds and shit. I don't know what they're doing over there. Trying to stay it's, alive. It's, yeah, it's true. It's a giant continent. There's parts of Africa that aren't. They're all dodging bullets. People. You know, it's they're a giant uh, trying to find food. That's our old way of thinking <laughs> that it's a giant continent. Find, I don't know. What are they called tribesmen? <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant. There's people that are on the internet there. Someone must be listening to this podcast. Please join yeah, the Africa, right in It would make me happy. You we're yeah. talking about like you accusing you all about being hunting for food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show him up. I want like ten people. Southeast Africa is the the lost world. There may be dinosaurs. There are dinosaurs that are still there. They're they running the T-Rex. You can go to Google Maps and see everything. It's not like there's a dragon drawn in the middle anymore. <laughs> The four hope dragon in the sea. <laughs> There'd be dragons. Um, uh, you can also visit us at aroundcomics.com. We post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum. Uh, remember, uh, you can also visit us at uh, comicspace.com slash aroundcomics or myspace.com slash aroundcomics. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention. Um, we uh, thanks to Dan C. Papercut, where we he has made a fabulous wiki site all about the show. You can find information on past guests, top of the stack, and much more. At you can also, uh, speaking of wiki, look up Africa and Wikipedia. There's lots of interesting stuff going on there. Uh, go to aroundcomics.pbwiki.com. And we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. Uh, and this episode is sponsored by Borders. Scotty. I'm <laughs> <laughs> reading it. He's like Ron Burgundy. He reads it ever on the page. Don't read the red tie. Uh, borders? Borders? Sink, yeah, sink, your, uh, sink your teeth into... What? Oh, the story that introduced the world to Anita Blank. Vampire Hunter with Biggie Boobs. What? Get your copy of Guilty Pleasures by Laurel K. Hamilton. I'm a, remember, I'm going to call her Laura K. Hamilton. At your local Borders. Borders is your home for the tastiest fantasy novels. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. And we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. And for... Sal, Scotty, Tom, I am Chris. I'd like to thank uh, Mark for hosting us here at Dark Tower, as always. And I uh, would like to thank you for listening. Uh, all come you back. Africans. Uh, all the Africans <laughs> all out there. there. Um, Antarctica, <laughs> too. Antarcticans. You're in Antarctica. <laughs> we need to cover the continents. Uh, come back on Thursday, where we're going to have a chat with uh, up-and-coming artist Nicholas Scott. My brother-in-law is from South Africa. I just I don't know. Yeah. Well, get Introdu- he told pack. me about this cool clean. He doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> so anyway, come back Thursday. Uh, Nicholas Scott is going to be joining us. Uh, in the meantime, in between the time, we'll be everywhere in <laughs> and around comics. Comics. like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Music.podshow.com 
Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Yeah.